Super Senpai Podcast. Welcome to the Super Senpai Podcast. This is a weekly episodic tokusatsu-related podcast where we're talking about big wrecks in spandex. I'm Pat. And I'm Grant. And I'm Ian. Yes. This week, I'm, I'm not going to pretend to be surprised. I knew we had a guest. We've had uh, a guest for, yeah, like, yeah. three weeks. Eventually, you know, we but have it to is face great facts. to have you here, Ian. Thank you. Yeah, right. We have. <laughs> but no, thanks so much for being on. Um, I know that we we know this is a bit of a time zone issue for you. You were. Uh, uh, it's fine. The forces of time are at my command. <laughs> That's right. If you if you didn't know, everyone, Ian is a chronomancer and can manipulate time. Um, so that's that's gonna be nice to have on the show, you know. First, real quick, before we get into uh, intro, real quick announcement. Uh, This week, it is our absolute pleasure to announce our monthly drawing. At the end of the month, we're giving back to our lovely question-submitting Kohai in the form of a drawing for our brand spanking new sort of shirt design. Everyone who submits a question that we answer is entered into the drawing, and at the end of the month, we'll send one of you lucky ducks a shirt. This is free for everyone in the continental United States, but if you happen to be international, we'll work something out. Yeah, we're really excited about this. Um, we've been talking about it for a while, and uh, because people ask so many questions, and we really like the way we like all the questions people ask, we're looking to give back in some way because it really encourages us. So uh, it'll feature uh, the Super Senpai podcast, the logo that you see when you uh, load it up on iTunes. So we're really excited about this. Yeah, Hope that is very nice, and they're not even paying me to say that. <laughs> Thanks, Ian. Your checks in the mail. No. <laughs> More okay. shots for me. <laughs> so, uh, but with that out of the way, so obviously, if you want to win a shirt, the the easy thing is to just keep asking us great questions, and you'll keep getting entered, and we'll let you know on Twitter, most likely. Um, but Ian, uh, since you're here, tell us a little bit about your background with uh, the Karate Bugmans and and the multicolored Lycra suits. Okay, so. Uh... Like a lot of people, I saw like Power Rangers as a kid. Um, I saw the early two thousand seasons, like Wild Force, uh, SPD, and then Mystic Force came mm-hmm. on, and I was like, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, that's uh, sorry, people who like that season. Um, <laughs> I also had the um the nineties movie. Uh, we had it on VHS, and I watched the crap out of it as a kid. Yeah. Uh, and I somehow made no connection <laughs> that it was the same Tommy in Dino Thunder when he later shows up. I was like, very stupid child. Um, but then that, once I kind of uh, got out of the usual age range for that, it kind of passed out my memory. But I kept, I don't know, it, it almost seemed like I was searching for Toku without really knowing what it was. Like, I kept being interested. Maybe I should get back into it, or maybe I should watch, like, kaiju mm. movies like godzilla and then sometime in 2014 i just sort of found uh, it was christmas 2014 i found just uh uploaded on my clip like the first episode of the first comic i was like oh my god i've been waiting my whole life for this that's a that's a heck of a christmas yeah present. <laughs> uh, and i just sort of started watching a lot and uh haven't stopped <laughs> uh <laughs> nice. is this where i'm supposed to like say how much stuff i've seen Sure, it doesn't hurt. Here I go, revealing my power level, because it's <laughs> most of Kamen Rider, uh, of, like, all the heroes. Uh, there's only, like, a couple seasons I haven't seen. Uh, probably about half of Sensei as well. Um, and hmm. I have been 
uh, as many of the fans have been, I've been getting into other things now, like I've seen a few Ultramans, and I'm a big fan of Mill Hero now. Uh, yeah, a couple of dips into one-offs here and there. Right on. It's like it's basically like most of us, it's one of those like you've you go a long time without finding it, and then all of a sudden it's like. Yeah, just in the last few years, it's just sort of taken over. <laughs> this is a story that we're hearing a lot of, and I think it's really encouraging in, in a way mm, that, like... fandom's growing. Yeah, the fandom is growing, and it's, I mean, not to pontificate too much, but it does feel like uh, the past few years with the sort of proliferation of streaming services and these things being accessible and all that, it, it feels like, it still feels like a fresh fandom, and yet it has yeah. history, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Like, like you'll meet a few people who've been, like, around for decades, uh... <laughs> And then uh, right. there's always new people coming in, partly because I keep shoving it at every friend I can. <laughs> well, that's definitely what we're here for, to, to shove. I guess the other thing to cover is that I am the rare decade mega fan of that much maligned show. I think I was giving you, I think I might have given you a, a bit of guff for uh, digging decade as <laughs> decade as your number one, but... I was talking to my wife about it earlier, and she was like, it was a fun show, okay? And I was like, okay, yeah, you're right, it was fun. Like, I'm just, like, pointing to some, like, <laughs> it conspiracy is. board where I've linked up all the nonsensical plot points, like, it's a masterpiece! <laughs> I was, I was, uh, I was disdainfully comparing it to McDonald's, and she was like, oh, because everyone likes it, and it's fun, and people enjoy it? And I was like, yeah, uh, okay. That's what that's what we're gonna it's go a, with. It, that's it, pretty good. It's a complete mess, but it's my mess. <laughs> uh-huh. No, I agree. And then you keep—I mean, the gifts that keep coming up. But I think you know what? You're right. It was fun. Yay. I enjoyed. I, I had a good time. I'm not mad. A bad time with Toku is always a good time, in my opinion. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, great. So, um, uh, Ian, as we keep going, uh, have you been feeling about uh, Lupin Ranger versus Pata Ranger so far? Uh, I, yeah, I end up watching basically all of it just sort of in a row and run up in preparation for this. Um, I'm really quite enjoying it. Uh, I went through, like, phases, uh, when I, when it was first announced, so I was really interested in the concept, and then when they released character bios, I was a bit, eh, I'm not sure about this, actually, and then I watched mm. it, and it's fine, actually. <laughs> uh, I really like it. Um, I like <laughs> the, uh, Pat Rangers, uh, a lot, I have to say, especially one and three mm. uh three is very just very cool uh one has this kind of obviously everyone's done the zenigata comparison but he's like a younger <laughs> like anger zenigata <laughs> like he's still yeah, got that useful energy uh they're, they're fun to watch uh I, I was initially when it was announced i was gonna be like yeah team lupon ranger and then they uh they revealed it was like oh they're kind of rich backers i don't know and then it turned out they were just not as interesting as the other team they're fine okay they're, they're fine they're, they're, they're stylish yeah so yeah that's that's my thoughts so far overall i've been i've been having a lot of fun with it um trying to commit to more sentai stuff and this seems like it's it's doing a good job <clears throat> uh keeping me hooked like keeps granting my wishes <laughs> yeah uh can i can i like take advantage of that like you, you seem to be like have some magic power of like predicting the path of episodes so by coming on here can i just be like <laughs> i predict that uh decade will show up and yellow and pink will kiss and, oh, now, we're, uh, now we're granting wishes <laughs> i want a thousand dollars i'm british why do i want dollars not not pounds uh, it's, okay it's in the spirit <laughs> all right shortchanging yourself but <laughs> okay 
Maybe maybe it'll happen this episode yeah. for you. Lupin Ranchers will leave you a nice present. Probably not. Maybe. A nice present of negative money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I uh I don't know. I, my my spidey sense is telling me that we'll probably get a blue or green focused episode. It feels like that's in the water. Um mm. I mean, I sort of had my wish granted with competent pink episode. Yes. Two episodes ago and that having that happen so early on was already such a such a treasure <laughs> her episode was great um i did actually watch the preview for this one so i'll just like shut up and not tell you how accurate or not your hope is <laughs> that's how considerate <laughs> all right i'm still still fishing for that more of the full lupin kaiser suit that's another thing i'm still hoping we get at some point and gangler motivation i want to double see... super Wants. Double super? Yeah, double I mean, super would be nice. I really we've seen see like what most of the ganglers want, which is like to succeed the boss, but we don't know if he has an end game. Right, exactly. Mm. What is like? I mean, we get that he likes to sit around and look really cool in his mafia base. We all do. But <laughs> what is his like actual active goal? That's that would be mm. something nice to know. I think. So. Yeah. Ready to start this one off and get going? All right. Ready when you are. All right. All right, we're back. Good stuff this week. Uh, we got that follow-up that we were looking for. It was a two-parter episode. Uh, we got the Chicken Knight coming back. He got. To, we got to see Giant Chicken Knight. Yeah. And then uh, kind of a bigger focus on uh, Pato Red and sort of strengthening his resolve, as well as kind of boosting, as well yeah. as boosting Lupin Red's yeah, uh, resolve. Pato Ichigo uh, kind of pining a bit for Lupin Red now. It's going to be a real shame when he sees him uh, in his civilian identity and finds out. How do you describe him? The world's tallest six-year-old? Uh, that That's going to be a real letdown. Yes. <laughs> that's that is what I called him. <laughs> yeah, uh... <laughs> Keichiro is very good. Just stretch out. It's a tall child. We we got to see the Patared kind of uh real, realize what he's doing this for, really think about why he's getting into this. It's not for his pride, but really his responsibility as a member of the global police to protect or take care of the citizens. And yeah, that, so then since they demonstrated that, I think yeah. uh Lupin Red picked that up or at least appreciated it and sort of uh took that into their um their megazord fight with the chicken knight and then we finally got to see uh, we finally got to see them use the uh the helicopter that they stole from the last episode um as part of an arm upgrade on the lupin kaiser uh that was the most of it i don't think we had any oh uh, yeah. and then we did get uh we actually got to see what we think is probably yeah. the gangler that was going around freezing uh, freezing people, specifically the uh, Lupin Rangers uh, loved ones. Mm -hmm. Not in action, but we got to see the their human mask. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so pretty good, pretty good time. Very, very conspicuous, which they seem to be. Grant, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling good. Uh, I like this one. I mean, uh, I've been I was positive on last week's too. I've been pretty much positive on all of them, but I really like this one. Um, I think uh, as we discussed a little bit, yeah. uh, Keichiro, uh Pat Red has pretty much just been 
slightly angry or slightly younger Zinagata for most of the show. Uh, but this one really helped bring him into focus. Not not so much. I mean, he didn't exactly. Um, he didn't really like crystallize a like a worldview that's like too radically strange for a, a policeman. He honestly believes in protecting people. Like you know, it's not a like like a whoa, what, yeah, just what like an original you know platonic ideal of a cop right but (laughs) i think specifically because and we've talked about this before um because these two teams are always juxtaposed against each other um that's part of it too like they don't necessarily have to be always be original but you can like whether it's suit designs or, or attack designs or whatever um so having it literally play out like having keichiro and um uh kairi uh lupin red having their different philosophies literally play out in the fight where I don't, we just, I'm going to call him Rooster Knight because we've basically been calling him Rooster Knight. Uh, Rooster Knight throws those two purple boomerang attacks towards both of them. And Lupin Red, of course, stylishly dodges out of the way because that's what Lupin Red does. But uh, Patterred, Keichiro, takes it full on the chest (laughs) in order to protect some civilians that no one else noticed or that weren't noticed by the camera in the initial part of the fight. And I think that was like a really like important moment for him more than the other stuff in the episode was, was, was pretty okay but yeah you're like okay he's a good boy and this is this is makes him a good character and it, it really that was a really great scene yeah i was i wasn't expecting them to get too many uh like focus episodes even the my favorites because generally that's how like phantom thief shows go where the cops are like sympathetic but still antagonists so it was interesting to see them actually get like focus episodes yeah definitely and i think it was interesting um they can go a little bit more into uh I, I guess it's interesting to me given that pat of pink has been she has been sort of the uh, competent sort of rock for their team uh having it frame the initial part of her joining the force yeah. and, and keichiro joining the force them being um they're coming in together at the same time but that she's very yeah. kind of pragmatic and almost mercenary about it like for her it's about the pay and the pension but for him, it's about like the true belief in what the global police stand for. So, given that she's the sort of the most capable person on the team, absolutely, I, I do hope sort of that, uh, that they have. obviously I hope that he grows, but I hope that isn't like at the expense of her being like the competent one. I seem to have a history of liking sure, pink sure, themed heroes definitely. called Tsukasa. <laughs> Reinforcing that—that's great. I'm of the school of thought that every person on the team. <clears throat> should get their time to shine and be confident certainly but you know i'm, I'm i definitely already like uh the dynamic that the pados have and the way pink is kind of like the the stable one there but um i can yeah. go with uh, red being the passionate one the true believer so to speak and willing to kind of whereas pato i mean at least it seems you know currently we're only a few episodes in but whereas you know say pato pink is uh uh she executes and then pato green is kind of bumbling his way through it you know pato reds he's willing to lay it on the line so yeah so i like that how about you pet how you feel about this one uh good vibes uh, i was kind of hoping to get i mean uh, obviously it was set up to be uh, a focus on pato red but i was kind of maybe this is just on my wish list now to get mm. more of green like to really see what he's about because uh, the most we're getting that he's is that where he's a kind of a goofball and that he might have sort of a crush on Lupin Yellow. Um, yeah, uh, he can sort of come through when it counts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't dislike him, but I definitely want more of him. Um, didn't get my double super this time, but I'm, I'm, I'll get it. I'll get it. It's on there. 
we did at least get the full Lupin Kaiser suit. Yes, yeah. yes. We got a nice view of the Lupin Kaiser hard Very suit. Happy to see that. And we got to see that uh, them actually getting like an, another upgrade, uh, something that's compatible with the uh, versus changer. Uh, it it yeah. seems like do they they use the do they actually use their vehicles because their vehicles are are color coded to uh, the each individual suit. Does that are we can we infer that the helicopter is bound to you know a fourth one or is that is it just like an upgrade uh, not not necessarily. Pro- just going off past Sentai, probably not, because it tends to be like their first, their like main vehicle, like kind of looks like them, but then they'll just get mm-hmm. out there, so they're just kind of there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's mm-hmm. definitely been a theme, uh, at least uh, there a, a number of seasons that I've seen, um, where you've uh, the interchangeable arm gimmick, where you have sort of a core body and the th- you know head and arms <laughs> shift out. So I think it's and they at least in the seasons like that, they tend to have way more additional combining parts than they have like zords so to speak to, to put them on um so that wouldn't be uh, it would yeah. be nice to see a, a third right. suit and again our, our theory of there being a third team and in, in lieu of a sixth ranger would be super great but um yeah it's, it wouldn't be outside uh, the norm for them to have yeah. additional pieces i think my, that just don't have a yeah i think what i said was my theory is at some point all six of the main vehicles will like stick on to Right, uh, good yeah. striker and make a really big robot. Yeah, fingers crossed on that one. I want to see that. So if they, if uh, if we com- just keep combining things, if they're if that super um, <laughs> that uh, uh, non mecha super is, I forget what it's actually called, but if it, it's mm. multiplicative, then they're all going to fuse into one. All six of them are going to fuse into one. Into... That will then split into six. <laughs> <laughs> six <laughs> copies of like Rainbow Ranger. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, there I'm, was I'm, actually I'm, a Rainbow uh, Ranger in the seventies. I'm uh, here for I'm here for that. I'm here for Rainbow Ranger. There was one in the seventies who was played by like the most awesome actor ever. So yeah, check out Jacka for that. Uh, although by the time he shows up, the show's kind of taken a really weird turn. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing that I wanted to mention, I uh, it was nice to see for myself at least. It was nice to see a return of the uh, more action focused camera at one point. The GoPro GoPro drone shots. I I still like yes. those. Um, mm. I know some some people that we've Spinning, talked to didn't yeah. as much. Same, same. I like them just because they're different. Yeah, I, I find that there's at least quite a few recent Toku tend to be just not very mm. directed. If that makes sense. Mm. And this very much is. Like yeah, it has exactly. a very distinct like, direction. I, I mean, I, would I want the entire show done like that? No. Do I like having it show up pretty frequently as, as an as an alternative? Very much so. Um, mm. And we got some interesting direction here in general, particularly like with uh, in the scene where Keichiro, uh, where Pato Red takes the blast and he's holding the um, the cement and the rebar like on his shoulder. We get a that we you guys jokingly called it a loading screen take, but him like spiraling in front of himself, and then like the the split oh, yeah. view across his face. Like there was some, yeah. some interesting yeah. elements there. They're doing they're like having ideas and doing yeah, interesting. They're taking things. chances, um, and I think. But I think the a little favorite moment for me was the appearance of Lupin Ranger in that fight, in the near the steps, uh, just them like. The way hmm. they appeared, like we didn't really get a full transformation mm. for them this week. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it was just an interesting, like, yeah, just oh, like yeah. flipped onto mm-hmm. one of the mooks. Yeah, exactly. Flipping off mooks. I'm all about that intro. Um, yeah. And then just using the steps to kind of like pose like they would normally on the buildings. I like that quite a bit. Mm. Yeah, it looked nice. So, any other uh, comments or thoughts or anything, guys? 
I think that's about it for me. Yep, I'm good. Well, alrighty then. Uh, let's go ahead and dive into these Twitter questions, because, folks, we got a couple. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> so let's try to start here at the bottom. So from uh, Dave Skaz, he asked uh, first, uh, when do you think will be the optimal point for the teams to join forces? Mid-season, finale, movie, sometime else, never, why? I'm going to say mid-season. I'm going to just go uh-huh. mid-season. Um, or... <laughs> I feel like it could yeah, go a lot of ways. Uh, just I'm gonna I'm just gonna plant my flag in midseason and say that that'll be about the time that we get that third team, <laughs> third team to shake things up even more. Mm, I, I yeah. that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. I, don't know, it's, I think it could. That's possible. It could also be that like it's sort of a gradual thing where they start working together more, but they're still finding just an alliance to compete. It's become more common. Right. I don't know, because I, I feel like I feel like they could almost like end the final episode with like a final battle between the two uh but that would obviously only work if they hadn't already teamed up Mm. well they could team up and then um sort of break apart due to con you know inter inter team conflicts like that's the thing that could happen right yeah yeah that could be quite interesting i think for myself the win doesn't matter as much as long as the tension is there i mean this is a season that has verses in the title Mm. so i kind of want there to be some tension across teams yeah you know I don't mind them joining up midway through the season if we get our third team idea where they can have a new foe they have to deal with. Or if they we don't get that, which mm. would probably be a stretch anyway, um, I would like for them to not really join voices and voices? Forces. Voices, pardon me. Forces until maybe three quarters of the way through or closer to the end, and then maybe still retain some tension and some doubts between them so that they're never quite a working unit. Yeah, like I don't know, I feel like a fairly funny like last shot could could pretty likely be just as the thieves running off with the police still in pursuit just fade out (laughs) all right so uh we got two now from uh papa otaku our our good buddy troy um now uh, i'm going to to do my Uh, best to read these um he's got two questions for us uh (laughs) his first question uh yeah i i should point do your best Popeye impression for this How do you see now? It's going to be a weird accent. Like, no, <laughs> I can do the agag. Um, uh, how do you think Lupat will deal with the rivalry over the long term? And if they team up, uh, will they have to change the title? That's his first question. Hmm. Uh, I I feel like the title could stay. Like you know, there've been a handful of Sentai like versus movies that have just been team ups. Hmm. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they can sustain this for 50 or so episodes. I don't think the title would need to change, to be honest. The verses could end up being, uh, you know, maybe right now they're kind of aggressively racing towards collecting the Lupin items. But eventually it could be, you know, for fun or even just like as a friendly yeah. rivalry thing, which feels kind of like what we're building towards anyway, right? Yeah, they're getting more respectful for each other. Yeah, I definitely feel like the the big thing is going to be uh, if they start moving closer together, it's going to be secrets between the teams, things they're not revealing to each other or one another mm. that are you know keeping that up. Like, oh well, you didn't tell me about X, and oh more drama and all that kind of stuff. Misunderstandings. Um, <laughs> the, the classic. Oh no. Turn away and clench your fist and say, "I can't believe you wouldn't tell me that." Mm-hmm. Very minor mm-hmm. detail. I'll never trust you again. If you say misunderstandings into the mirror three times, Toshki and Nui no. appears behind you. <laughs> Don't do this. Um, Troy has another question, equally important. Is the Robin Williams Popeye movie count as a toku film? Yeah. I mean, 
look, yes. Yeah. I think the long and the short of were it is spe- yes. How much special effects were there? I mean, he had the forearms, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that's suitmation, isn't it? I think that counts as suitmation. It's got to. Yes, that, that, that's his henchin. <laughs> Spinach henchin. You know. He was... Olive. He's, I can't do it. His, just, his hint... His, just, grabs the, just grabs the Spanish bottle and plugs it into his belt, just like a can of... Yeah, yeah, yeah yep, you're he, right. Mm-hmm. If, he winds up both his fists. you've seen goes, that Kamen Rider G-Short, there's like a wine opener belt. His, his, henchin, his henchin call is, Strong to the finish! <laughs> you know. I think it works. I imagine, like, that That could well be something a belt shouts out. Wouldn't be surprised. We'll, we'll work Wimpy on that. The, we'll workshop some uh, of that. Uh, Wimpy, obviously, is the secondary writer, and he's sort of like Date from O's, where he only works for pay, but the pay is, of course, hamburgers. Oh. I think that's that's yeah. obvious. He's got a giant metal can of hamburgers he collects. I think I have... Uh, I think I figured out what sound effects I want to work on for this show now. Like, <laughs> fake, fake toku. <laughs> Made of toku sound effects. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Troy, for this new project <laughs> to play with. <laughs> All right, so uh, this one comes to us from Michael. I uh, asks, uh, would Toku shows, going back to the days of playing multiple part insert songs per episode instead of one, uh, be a good thing or detrimental? Uh, I can't not picture uh, Just Beyond when he says this because he's like so associated with it to me. Uh, and yeah, I would like something like that. Uh, Maybe just because that shows the inserts were so good, but uh, add something to the action to me. I, I don't know if I can. I can't really speak to this question, so I, I'm gonna have to sit this one out. I think it's it's super easy to say yes. More songs. I mean, if nothing else, <laughs> one of the the great joys of Toku is it already sort of operates on like music video logic. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. where like yeah. you can just be fighting in a park and then someone punches you into a beach <laughs> and you just don't. You're like, okay, like yeah, like, <laughs> it's, it's fine. fine. So more music would not. It was right Take there. Away from it. <laughs> that's a, that's the geography of Tokyo. Yeah. But yeah, if you if you would like to see something like that, check out any of the Metal Heroes shows from the eighties. <laughs> yes. Or the nineties. I probably haven't seen the nineties ones. Alright, so this one comes to us from Marcos. Uh they ask, should Common Rider get another adaptation? Mm, obviously I believe they're referring to uh uh, Saban's Masked Rider here as the former adaptation. Uh, well, there was also Common Rider yeah, Dragon. Dragon oh, that's Man. true, Dragonite as well. I apologize. Uh, I'll turn in my I, scarf and my. I don't my know badge. if that was any good or not. I think people were into it. I remember the vibe. Um, I think I was on Mecca at the time that people were actually tuning in, and then they were pretty mad that uh, uh, the last few episodes were were shot and they were produced, but they didn't air them for whatever reason. And so, oh really? Yeah, but uh, wow. the, I think there was enough clamor that they got put up online or something. I think I might be misremembering this, but you know people were paying attention, hmm. so I don't know. Mm. Okay. Yeah, uh, I didn't know what Common Rider was in two thousand nine. <laughs> <laughs> so right. that's right. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think I think anything could potentially work. You just gotta it's in the execution, how you market it, and how you spin it, and what kind of show you make i think i i agree with that and i think i would but i wouldn't give it to saban i would <laughs> yeah someone yeah. else uh, i don't know who but someone just kind of anyone else <laughs> i don't know if i'd go quite that far maybe but, but yes sorry quite a few 99 percent of, of anyone else <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Okay, this one comes to us from Alex. I like this question a lot. Uh, in the similar vein to game uh, Tokujur or Drive Ninin specials, what Common Rider and Super Sentai would you team up together in a special crossover, not necessarily from the same year? So pick a KR, pick a Sentai, Ooh. slam them together. Oh, easy, easy, easy peasy since we're on it. Uh, Lupon Ranger versus Pata Ranger versus Drive since we got cops. <sighs> Easy peasy. Yeah. <laughs> Just because Drive's my boy. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, wow, well, what would I, what I do? Uh, I might want to team up like something like a Super One or a Forza uh, with like one of the Space Sentai, Ooh, like yeah. Flashman or something. Yeah, that'd be fun. I think, I think I would probably do uh, Tokujur and Common uh, Rider Amazon because I would want to see my sweet silly friendship my sweet silly train children respond to the horrible violence oh my common writer amazon <laughs> no but Am- but Am- amazon is like a really nice yeah. sweet guy yeah, but the he's violence. a friend <laughs> yeah he's, he's yeah taking, but that's he's only protecting. if you're not his friend he's protecting his friend i yeah. i was so sure you're gonna... if you're not his friend <laughs> i know but i'm saying they I... would be they would be fighting alongside him and then go oh no what's oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> one of them is literally a puppet. I mean, and then there'd just uh, be blood everywhere. <laughs> oh boy, I'd watch. It. I, I was so sure you were going to go with Dano since it's another train. It's a train rider and train that's, train yeah. But it's, I guess maybe that's too on the nose. Too on the nose. I'm not right, the biggest fine. fan of one of these shows, and I haven't seen the other. But Wizard and Magic Ranger just kind of need to meet. Mm, yeah, to make Wizard a better show. Oh, snap. I don't know. I haven't seen oh, Wizard. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh, no. Throwing shade on Wizard. Sorry, just, Wizard fans. We just lost <laughs> our entire fan base was Kamen Rider Wizard fans, and they're just gone Whoops. now. They're just... <laughs> a curse upon you for a thousand generations. A pox on our house. Um, this one comes to us okay, from... Uh, if you like Sun- Wizard, then like Wizard. It's cool. Don't you tell the people what to like and not to like, you monster. Um, no... <laughs> Uh, Sunglass Pre, uh, good buddy. Uh, you all remember hey. from episode three. Uh, what are your guys' favorite toy gimmicks for a Toku show? It can be from any franchise. Mm. Uh, okay, this. I quite like the Gashouts in X8. Uh, mm. I say looking over at my shelf where I have like four of them. Which ones do you have? <laughs> I've got the. Uh, the Mighty Act Jex one that comes with the driver. I've nice, got, uh, nice. Tattle Quest, mm. uh, Jet Combat, and the Forza one. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Uh, I, I... <laughs> slowly growing collection of plastic uh, video game stuff. <laughs> yeah, we happened to be in Japan at the time. I think it was at the mid, let's see, December. So oh. right right after the Christmas episode or so. Uh, oh, Jesus. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um and uh we I spent so much time hunting down a bang bang shooting one and I found it in a bit camera and I was so happy. Nice. I was so happy. Nice. Um but I didn't get the I actually backed down from getting the, the driver itself, which I should have done. Oh. <laughs> but we just didn't have enough space. I had filled our suitcases already, so I had to, Fair I had to cut back somewhere. I also really like cards says the decade fan. But no, I like them in the several shows that they show up in. Mm. I'm gonna do a little, a little side. That's a sort of a, uh, uh, maybe a, you know, push my glasses up and act like a cool guy answer. But one of my <laughs> favorite toy gimmicks is the use of a toy in the show 
that isn't necessarily directing directly selling the toy like we see a lot of today like obviously modern toku is incredibly toyetic i mean for mm. example the episode we just watched the weapons they're using in the show are literally like probably fresh out of the package like someone ripped them open <laughs> on set and gave them to the actors and actresses but uh i really enjoy like and this was i don't remember if this also happened in zoo ranger because sometimes it it floods those zoo ranger and mighty Morphin sometimes get a little blurred in my my memory but at one point i remember that rita or bandora was shrunk down and someone was just on the set holding a, an action figure of her and like <laughs> i think that happened in and i know it happened in mighty Morphin, but i don't remember if it happened in zoo ranger or not but that they were just holding a rita action figure it's strange because because most things that happen in those two shows are pretty mutually exclusive right i would think right so but just someone's holding that toy and acting like it's her but like shrunk down yeah but they're not necessarily trying yeah. to sell the toy you know what i mean like they weren't like behold yeah, the new rita action useful. figure like it was just like useful as a plot point <laughs> and it's just something about that just works for me on this weird level <laughs> yeah um, no, i get you so uh from our good buddy behalai bebop who asked many questions many wonderful questions uh any things in the formulas of various toku that you would like to see changed that's a big one hmm I would like to see Sentai experiment with robots being less mandatory because I think I think like when they first were doing like they first introduced robots in like the third season it was like oh look at this cool effects thing we could do we could have a giant fight uh, and then it just kind of became like a show off or whatever new like practical effects technique they got the hang of <laughs> for a while um and now some seasons make them work quite well and you care about them and some they just kind of feel like they're just there because they have to be uh so i feel like they should have a go at making them not necessarily mandatory eh. to add on to that i'm interested in have we have they done a fights where they didn't have their uh megazord and then they actually take down the giant like take down the kaiju without it like, um that's certainly very that occasionally it happens in ultraman uh very occasionally there's i know there's a, do you mean specifically in sentai or just specifically sentai i'm, I'm looking for sentai. uh yeah there it was happens, one yeah. time in o-ranger where they didn't have the robots yet so they just kind of climbed all over going like <laughs> with their weapons. i want that uh, yeah that's what i want and surprisingly that worked and then like right at the start of jetman because <laughs> like the premise of jetman is that uh most of the team is just these unprepared civilians and like Red is the only like military trained one, so like while the others are all kind of flailing about in the first couple of episodes, he just like jumps this giant robot with like his sword, like ah. <laughs> um, Excellent. So that's pretty fun. <laughs> I mean, you know, one of the things that I appreciate about the question here was Togu in general. One of the things that I appreciate about uh, Sentai <clears throat> teams is that they tend to be larger, and you can tend to have a more diverse cast. Certainly, mm. wouldn't mind seeing more female common writers and Ultraman you know ultra women and such just as a general yes definitely uh yeah i would i would like that a lot they greenlit a female-led ultraman series in the 2000s but then some scheduling stuff happened and like a gundam show took its time slot Mm. Uh, i will never not be a little mad about that you know i think you know we're not alone at least with uh i mean common writer always has at least two writers um and you've got you know, Ultraman yeah. latest season had um, two Ultraman in it, so I mean, I think there's certainly yeah. plenty of space there. I mean, Sentai Th- has there been have been, yeah, there are 
there are women writers occasionally just not nearly as many as yeah. i'd like it'd be nice it'd be nice to have a main line like just i just think that'd be nice yeah um uh Eggmath, good buddy asks uh what non-toku property do you think deserves a toku adaptation what is that i'm not sure if i understood this question when i saw it like does it mean do you mean like the 70 spider-man is that what we're looking for here or i mean i guess we're thinking like something that doesn't have a live action television show with some practical effects involved i think mm. which can be really anything the, the space is pretty wide there yeah i mean there is the fact that there's like a sailor moon toku now opens my mind to things like pretty cure saint Seiya, mm. that kind of thing <laughs> Yeah, actually, Saint Seiya would be really cool like. to see, I think. And I know at least a few people. Oh, you know, all of South America and <laughs> yeah. Mexico would be down for it. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Did you know there was a Saint Seiya like, live action musical? I did not know I, that. Well, that sounds In great. which they were played by the band Smap. Of course it was. And it was really bad. <laughs> oh, no. That's a shame. Which, by which you mean, <laughs> it's kind of endearing, it's quite entertaining, and I need to watch it. Um, this yeah. speaking of Sailor Moon and musicals, the Sailor Moon musicals. I've seen the first one that came out in 2013 of the current Takarazuka <clears throat> run that they're doing, because um, there's another one coming out <clears throat> soon. Those are really good. Highly recommended. I really enjoyed it. Ooh, I um, should check those out. Uh, speaking of anime musicals, uh, you know the uh, Utsuna Tena musical uh, that came out recently oh really i'd really like to see that it'd be interesting yeah there was one and uh uh toga in it is played by uh the actor who played uh kamen rider the end really oh boy uh, so okay. that will really uh affect my viewing experience <laughs> <laughs> well very cool that i want to check that out that rings a few bells for me i think um in terms of non-toku property getting a toku adaptation again i'm, I'm interpreting that as as getting a live action uh, adaptation with practical effects uh, at least in the the oeuvre of you know uh, what Toei and, and Super Eye Productions do um, I would maybe get a little weird with it and maybe go for some like uh, literary stuff like maybe like imagine if we got to see something like the Odyssey retold like a toku <clears throat> Whoa. or okay. like you know like the Iliad or something something insane like I mean imagine you know like classic literature like hector hector, hector yeah. and achilles battling it out on motorcycles like would that not be amazing would that not <laughs> yeah. be incredible <laughs> journey to the west or something i mean the odyssey itself is like if you think about it it's kind of like yeah, an original the, the trojan horse may be one of the first mecca i mean really right after the colossus yeah. Yeah. Rose, i mean <laughs> oh my god they would totally have a trojan a trojan horse mecca with uh, stealth powers i guess greek myths yeah oh boy i guess like those heroic myths are like the precursor to our superhero idea so yeah yeah oh boy i i would like to go back to this one in the future with like uh, some written out concepts like yeah. i would i would also say i would want some kind of like shorter like miniseries or just movie like devil man thing yeah but there was a devil man live action movie <laughs> it was also quite bad <laughs> sorry to bring up obscure things that were not good <laughs> totally fine well i think that is all the questions we have but god we had a lot of them this week a lot of good ones wow. a lot of them yeah that was a rally yeah right yeah um, 
So, uh, yeah, so thank you to everyone for sending in your questions. It was really great. I had a lot of fun answering those. Absolutely. Pat, as as always, thanks for being on with me, buddy. Uh, and Ian, thanks so much for joining us. It was a pleasure to have you on. It was great to be here. It's been a real dang treat. Yeah, a real dang treat indeed. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in to the Super Senpai Podcast. We'll notice you again next time. Super, Super Senpai, Senpai Podcast. Podcast.